Welcome to Seat Time, where we drink beer and talk about all the happenings with motorcycles. Welcome to Seat Time, everybody. It has been far too long. This is episode 58, and unfortunately I can say it's been about four weeks since episode 57. It is way too long, as we just said. Too long. So many seconds ago. It's ridiculous. This young ginger next to me, who is the scruffiest thunder bitch ever, is Chris Story. Son of Brian Story. Local legends and badassery all throughout the family. It's pretty crazy. So thank oh, you for coming down and being on the couch. Yeah, what do you think? No problem, man. I mean, anytime. I've always wrapped up as ever. <laughs> <laughs> always wanted to come on the set and just have some good time. Pint full awesome. Yes! And it's actually a set now, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Even though we are cramped in here right now, this will eventually be somewhat of a set. It'll be the Seat Time Studio. I'm going to be able to have an actual desk. Be, mm-hmm. Keep the couch. It'll be fun. I think it's going to be interesting. Adult video and every, or Yeah, I mean, no. I'm not going to tell anybody <laughs> about that. That's for my own personal YouTube account <clears throat> that I keep private. But you're still legal, right? I could... Got it. Yep, done. Sure. Okay, so we're actually going to talk about some moto news and not just some of the things that turn us on on the weekends. But some of the things that turn us on on the weekends is moto news. So, mm-hmm. what the heck has been happening? Well, one of the reasons that we... And seat time has been so off the radar lately is because we were trying to go... We went to the ISDE qualifiers. I went to the first one the first weekend of June in Boise, Idaho. And Chris Story went to Ohio. Which city was it in? Yep. It was... Went to Ohio. Right right outside of Wellston. (laughs) Right outside of Wellston. So some small little town that barely exists except for things like this. Mm -hmm. In Ohio, the second weekend of June. We're going to kind of do our own... You know, sharing of stories because of the fact that I was on the West Coast and he was more on the East Coast. But Boise, Idaho was absolutely intense. So Wes McKnight and I drove the 27-hour drive through Colorado before the fires over to Boise, Idaho. Met up with uh, Dale from Fly Racing, which we have to thank because they're awesome. And that was an epic trip. I don't know. You know Wes McKnight, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That shit crazy. Dude's awesome. Does a lot of cool stuff for the city that he lives in and all the scenes that he's involved in. But holy crap, he's definitely the guy you want to road trip with. Totally excited. So much fun. Hell of a great rider. Definitely. Got me super stoked on it. I'm telling you, Chris, this was exactly what your dad told me it was going to be. It was scary as shit, and I did not <laughs> want to race on this terrain. It was the funnest stuff and some of the hardest stuff I've ever done on a motorcycle, but it was totally worth it. Unfortunately, I did not qualify. I had just about the worst riding experience I've ever had. I couldn't tell my bike from somebody else's. It was... Horrible, it's horrible uh, racing experience, but riding-wise, um, experience-wise, adventure, oh, dude, off the charts. Totally an 11. Totally an 11. Totally an 11. So, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you, Wes McKnight. Thank you, everybody who came and said hi. I really enjoyed meeting everybody. It was so much fun. I'm going to do at least one qualifier every year, if there's one under 20 hours away. Because yeah, I'm not doing it again. Rolling the line. I went batshit crazy <laughs> on that road. So tell me about your trip to Ohio and uh, and then the news after the fact. Because there's some good news to come for you after the fact. So yeah, for sure. Give us, give um, us the realm. Me and my dad loaded up. Uh, I can't remember what a day what, what day it was, but we loaded up one night and uh, hit the sack. And then we woke up in the morning. Whoa, and we, that's your dad, <laughs> man. That's your dad. No, and then uh, it took us about a day and a half to get there. It was a good 17 hours. We would do about four-hour shifts. We started driving, I believe, 6.30 in the morning, and we got to somewhere in the country at, <laughs> at like... We made it uh, east-north-ish. Yeah, at like 10 o'clock, uh, got a hotel, 
And you honestly, guys brought the that bikes was, in, dude. Yeah, into the room. And yes. it was some sketchy stuff, too, because as soon as I went to go to bed, I picked up my pillow and there was a cockroach underneath it. Mm. And Tasty. that that yum, is... Yum, yum. That's not a snack? No. <laughs> I was not very pleased about that. I slept horrible that night. And sure yeah. enough, I mean, my dad can sleep through. I know. Your dad slept like in the same everything. bed with me before, so it, he could sleep through anything, you know? <laughs> like a little chihuahua just going at it. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Pretty bad. Yeah, we uh, woke up the next morning, finished the drive. It was a good four more hours after that. And then we got to the site, and we were actually one of the first few people there, and it was really cool. Uh, we pulled off the highway, and the first thing you see is just rolling hills, just mm. banners everywhere. And what the banners were for was literally the most badass grass track I have ever ridden. I mean, yeah. it was the only one I've actually been on that had elevation. So <laughs> It I mean, wasn't Texas? I, I hear, yeah, <laughs> Texas is flat. Ohio <laughs> is like the sound <laughs> of music. I mean, it was it was intense. And uh, Did, Were you the one in the dress, or was there somebody else singing? <laughs> we yes. Both, we were both wearing yes. dresses. Yes. But uh, we signed up that day and uh, went to bed. Well, I take that back. We walked the grass track and it was just amazing. The first time I've ever seen a grass track that had hills and stuff like I said. And just just got signed up, went back to the hotel, got a good sleep, came back the next morning. And honestly, the riding was just, it was awesome. I mean, there was... It was actually, wasn't too muddy, wasn't too dusty. No, it was... It was was actually spot on. Primo, I mean... That's half the reason why nobody goes to Ohio, is because it's either super dusty or super muddy, and there's like, I don't want to do it! Yeah, I've heard that so many times, and it just seems like we got there at the perfect time. I mean, at the end of the day, there was a little bit of dust on the grass track and stuff, but in the woods, it was just red clay, it was all, uh, like bunch of shadows and stuff but it wasn't enough to get to you so it was a really good time and just the trails were really good flowing and there'd be like random jumps and you'd mm. hit it and you'd be like oh that was badass and then you notice no one's around you so you feel like a loser right but it that's was okay just, it's all up here man <laughs> yeah and then uh the first day for me it was decent i got fourth which i honestly think i had a really good day and then we saw the results and i noticed i needed to step it up big time right and then my dad had had some troubles in one of the grass tracks. He uh, had the front end wash out and just, uh, he said he yeah. crashed harder than he probably has in a couple years. And I, he was definitely showing it too, just limping and definitely had to have a beer after that <laughs> Acting one. Acting older than 40. <laughs> and he is not. Sometimes he's not. <laughs> but he, uh, he finished fifth that day. So we got a fourth and a fifth and we knew exactly what we had to do Sunday to I mean, we basically had to win our class or get second or just show some huge improvements to qualify. Falls is what he really means. So, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> we got a good night's sleep, woke up in the morning, and we had our race faces on, and it was it was on. And at the start of the day, my dad had some brake problems, but he ended up fighting through them, and he ended up winning his class for the day. That's awesome. And it was... Ridiculously it, awesome. It was a really good day for him, and then same thing for me. I honestly think I had the best ride that I've ever had in my life, and... Yet, I still didn't win that day. I finished second to Fred Host, but that guy is a legend. He's yeah, been to six been times, doing this like, for a long time. <laughs> six days, like, 20 times. And uh, it was crazy. The guy that got third that day, we actually tied three times to the second in a, to the in, second? In three tests. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. And uh, I ended up pinching him out by, I believe, like, 13 seconds or something like that. Wow. Or I honestly don't know exactly, but... I ended up getting second for the day, and it put me for it put me third overall for the weekend, and my dad was also third overall for the weekend. And uh, as many of y'all know, it was transfer spots was only the first two. Yeah, we were waiting on those so, calls to figure out who was going to make yeah. it. They got all kinds of committees that vote Ooh. on this kind of stuff. 
So even though they were really close, it was really up to maybe the first two, and then they were going to vote on it. But apparently, yeah, the good I, news uh, came through. So that's great to hear. Mm-hmm. They tell us, tell us how it went. <laughs> how it went down. It's, kind, it it's kind of a funny story, too, because, I mean, I, I've told myself many times if I actually qualified, I was really going to buckle down on training and take it seriously. And I'm going to watch. And when, when I got the call that's, that they told us that we were going to Germany, I was buying donuts. <laughs> and hey, what's up, fatty? It, it was just one of those things where, like, I left the cash register, and I was, like, biting into my first donut hole, and I pick up the phone, and he's like, hey, you're going to Germany, and I, I just... <laughs> I wanted, to, yeah, I, I, I wanted to just spit the thing out. I was like, oh, I feel so bad. But at the same time, this is amazing that we actually made it. And it's going to be a really cool deal because, I mean, it's a, my dad's, it's going to be my dad's Baller status. ninth time and it'll be my first time. And just the whole aspect of the father-son team is just a big thing I've always wanted to do and kind of looked up to my dad. And now that it's an actual opportunity, I'm going to take it's it happening. seriously and it's so, going to be awesome. The name, Missouri Mutters. Did you guys get stuck with that? What's the deal? I mean, I don't mean to diss those guys, but I, one guy's from Colorado and you're both from Texas. How did you guys wind up the Missouri Mutters? I don't team? remember what I was doing, but I saw on Facebook, I think it was something uh, that you posted on the Seat Time Facebook uh, about the AMA posting the press release. And I got on there and I was looking for our names, looking for our names. And then finally I got to the bottom and it was looking at club teams. And I saw our names and then I was looking at what team we were on and it said Missouri Mutters. And I just... I couldn't help myself but laugh. Yeah, you're like, like, I mean, okay. I was like, hey, more power to the team that wants to sponsor us. That's awesome. Thank y'all very much. Is that, is that, is that how it's kind of based? Is it off the team that wants to sponsor those riders? Yeah, or? there's different clubs, and they basically just pitch in money to the riders okay. that need okay. sponsors, basically. But it, it was just one of those things where I saw the name, and I was just like, that's awesome, but... Okay, I gotta laugh. Well, that makes much more sense. Than, yeah, it was just kind of like, well, I don't really get it because none of them are anywhere near close to Missouri, and us are closer than Scott Bright, who's over in Colorado. So I don't know. But hey, congratulations! That's freaking awesome. I Thank wish you. I could have been going with you guys. I know the Illyries wish they could have been going. I know yeah. that like freaking West would have enjoyed to go. Um, I'm still toying with the idea, of seeing if there's a possibility I can find a way to make it over uh, towards the end of the ISDE because not only do I want to be there towards the end, but I want to be there for Oktoberfest. I think I might enjoy a couple brews. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So you can legally drink there. Technically, You can get your own damn driver, you know? You don't have to be the DD anymore. Um, So, the ISDE is happening. Starts September 24th. Main reason I remember that date is because that's my wedding anniversary. So if I actually had qualified, my wife would have told me it would have been okay to go. I hadn't. So you know, next year, we're going to find one under 20 hours to go. Do it. <laughs> we go race. Nothing else. Okay. 2013 KTMs are coming out. People are Indeed. super psyched, psyched about this. K- Ryan Dungey's been doing a really good job in the outdoor series this year with Killing the Supercross it. and outdoors. Really promoting that bike that they put out that they've built uh, essentially for him, behind, you know, before he got on the team with Roger DeCoster, but pretty much knowing, hey, Ryan Dungey's going to come over. This is going to be his bike. Number five, what up? So you got to ride a lot of the 2013 KTMs that have been coming out, almost all of them, the whole yep. line, at the rider, uh, the rider, the dealer day that just happened in Sacramento. Hangtown, California. They talked to you on Monday, told you this, that, the other, then you rode the bikes on Tuesday. Give mm-hmm. it to us. What's up with the bikes? How's that shit rolling? Honestly, I mean, we showed up and I was in heaven. They had over a hundred. It was a sea of orange. Yeah, a sea of orange. Sea of orange. KTM tents, uh, trailers, sprinters, everything. There was 
a bunch of dealers there. I can't remember exactly how many there were, but they had 130 bikes. 130 for all of us to just rip the whole day. To break. And, nah, they're not going to break, but I definitely tried. Yeah. Um, so did Matt Crowder. Bounce off. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, give us a minute. But uh, it was it was really cool. I mean, Monday we had they had some press releases and stuff where they were telling us about the bikes, uh, just a bunch of changes, new motors, frames, all kinds of just the whole shebang. Right. And it was a lot to learn. The semantics was, about what you're about to ride. Yeah. Kind of like breaking it down. Definitely, it was a lot to learn, and it also helped to really know what to look at when you're going to ride that bike. And mm. when we got to ride the bikes and just the whole experience of Hangtown, it was definitely a good time. And we all learned a lot. So Monday was educational. But no Kirk Fiscelli, huh? Kirk Fiscelli, he was... Playing ghost on us. He was there, but the only time I saw him was walking into the bathroom. And you're, and you're like, I'm not going to walk in and shake his hand right now. Well, no, that's the thing. Me and my dad... You did. Were, yeah. You're like, hey. <laughs> you're like, hey, man, I'm next to you in the urinal. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Here's my tongue. Yeah. The only time we actually saw him... Was when me, my dad, Josh, and Matt were going to a social media media class, and it was just one of those things where we were trying to get there on time. And is it that what they called it? A they called it a social media class. Yeah, and it, <laughs> they did, and it was all about Twitter, Facebook, and just learning how to really publish your business and try to get all out of, of all out of the websites that you can for your business. Sounds like I should have been on that class. I'll give you some social yeah, media. <laughs> Do it. All right, so. We find out all about the bikes on Monday. We go out and we run a ride. So what do you? What, what's your first bike? Which one did you jump on first, or which one did they tell you to get on? I don't really. Know. It was. I mean, it's pretty much first comes first serve. They had every bike as of size SX, XC, XCW, in a line. So you had your choice of 130 orange machines, and it was it was all up to you. So the first thing we do is we walk down there. It's me, Matt Crouch, Brian Story, which is my father, and Josh Wozner. And there's four 125s, so we all hopped on the 125s. <laughs> yeah. And Me! it was it was awesome because the track had just been disced, and we were the first four guys on the track, and it was so deep. And we're fourth gear pin going up hills, just barely moving just because it's so deep. But I will say once the track broke in, the 125 was a lot of fun, and those things fly for how small they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. You like the 150 a lot, which is, you know, kind of like the 144, just a little bit, you know, a little bit more punch than the 125. But beyond knowing that you enjoy the 120, the 150 so much, what, uh, we, we know that we've heard that there's been a lot of changes to the 250 XSF, and I would mm -hmm. imagine that you rode that bike. So, you rode that bike, tell us your thoughts on the changes that they've made to that bike. Alright, KTM 250 SXF. Out of every single bike that I rode, I wasn't even, like... I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna get a new bike soon, and I was there also to real to like realize which bike I thought I might want, and I had no idea that I thought I might be interested in that 250F. But after I rode that bike, it was hands down for multiple people the best machine that was there. I mean, completely new motor that it's got five more horsepower, different swing arm, plastics, just pretty much everything for the most part. And that <laughs> bike. it up and ship it. I want it. <laughs> yeah. And just compared to the 2012 and now the 2013, that bike is completely different. When it's time to hammer down, that bike will definitely burn the dirt up. And you just drop the elbow and it goes wherever you want. You can, It's light. You can maneuver it. But when you're looking for some power, it's definitely there. Burn the dirt up. I like that. I don't think I've ever heard that. I'm going to use that more often. And you is can okay? ride the trail. Faux show. Faux 
show. I don't know if that's going to happen. I t- tend to ride the dirt <laughs> with my head down quite a few times. If you watch any of the helmet videos that I do, I crash at least three times every video. It's kind of just keeping it real, you know? It happens. Show people, show the normal people how they ride. Sometimes it's good to sample the dirt. Yeah. Uh, kind of looks good. It's normal. It's normal. Candy yeah. in a candy store. I'm out. I'm out. Okay, so, but you didn't get to ride the 500, did you? I did not get to ride the 500. Why didn't Why didn't you get to ride the 500? Well, they had a... They you had, were playing nurse? <laughs> <laughs> they had the motocross <laughs> loop, which was all, the infamous... Hangtown MX National Track. Right. And then they also had an off-road loop for the XCs and the XCWs. And I pretty much got to ride, for the most part, all of the XCs and XCWs on the off-road loop, but I didn't get to ride the 450 and the 500 XCF. Is it F or W? Of, the 500 big bore mother yeah, the, thing. Yeah, the big thingamajigger, 500. The Kirk Caselli uh, bike. <laughs> but... It, they should just call it the KC. <laughs> the, KC. the 500 KC. But uh, what Brian's getting at is uh, my good friend Matt Crouch. We were out for a hot lap. He's me, a ginger as well, me, so that could say a lot. Me, him, and my dad, we were out doing a hot lap, and it was really dusty. And honestly, it was kind of sketchy just because you'd be like railing around some sweepers, and then there'd be some like old four wheeler trails. And you basically what happened is we're railing around a turn. And it's dusty, kind of, and Matt just hits one of these four-wheeler trails, and it's like hitting a curb, and the bike just ejects left, and he basically <laughs> pile-drives himself ground. into the ground, and that ground was, like, as hard as this metal. It was a no-go for Nowhere sure. Nowhere near as sexy and as this metal. As, <laughs> as sad as I, like, don't want to say it, he ate the ground pretty dang hard and I felt bad for him because he was obviously in some gnarly pain. Yeah, there was a picture we saw of him he's all like bent over. You know, we've all been there. We've all had a bad crash. It sucks. But it was kind of like one of those deals where it was like man, was that too much KTM for Matt Crouch? Yeah. You know, did he did he overextend? Did he overreach? <laughs> I mean, it's possible because we know we've all done it. So, but, uh, I mean, I, you know. I yeah. only got to see the aftermath but when I rolled up, he was pointing one way and the bike was pointing towards me, which didn't make any sense. So I knew something pretty gnarly That's had gone on. That's not normal. And I mean, it took a minute for him to get it up, uh, for him to get up, but I'll give it to him. He toughed it out and got up, and he definitely had to take a break. But he's he's doing he's doing a lot better now. I mean, he's got some bumps and bruises, but it was definitely gnarly. Nice. Okay, give us a quick synopsis of the two strokes, and we'll move on to some other stuff going on in the world. I just kind of want to know a little bit about the two-strokes. You know what I mean? We've got the 125s, 150, 250, 300s. I mean, there's a good spectrum. All the XCS, mm-hmm. or the SXs, the XCs, XCW, all the brands. You know, top two favorites. What were they? Top two favorites were definitely the 150SX okay. and the 250XC. The 250XC. Mm-hmm. Uh, 250XC over the 300. Why? Honestly, it just... the mo- it, not the motor itself, but the bike, the 300, just felt like it was heavier. Even though it's not really that much heavier, I think it was just the the bigger head and everything on it. Just completely different feel, but it's definitely it's still a good bike and hits hard when you need it. Okay, so and, and do you feel that the 250 two-stroke rode more like a two-stroke, and then 300 two-stroke rode more like a four-stroke, maybe? That it was like you were on the throttle differently from the 250, or did you feel like you could... You rode them both like a two-stroke. I mean, I, I definitely rode them both like a two-stroke, but the 300 definitely had a little better roll-on just because it's got that little bit more punch. And uh, the, the 250XC, it was it felt a little lighter. And, I mean, I'm only 150 pounds, so the lighter the bike, the better I can throw it around. And 
It's it's definitely got some power. That's what I say about all my all my girlfriends. Throw her around. Yeah, that was <laughs> a couple years ago. Though, you know, married now with a kid on the way. Back in the day. Yeah, back in the day when I used to be able to have stories to tell. <laughs> all right, so the stories that we do get to talk about are the outdoors because that mm-hmm. stuff has been on hold for a little bit now. We've had a little bit of a break. We got some good races coming up. There's Redbud in the next weekend. This weekend's still still another weekend off. But we have had so much crazy crap go on. You know, everybody Indeed. saw Stewart doing such a really good job, swept the first two races, all four motos, and then he wrecks. Um, you know, it's like I, I'm not. You don't need to blame him on anything. He, he wrecks. It happens. He gets injured, mm-hmm. and now he's kind of happens to everybody. Yes, exactly. Matt Crouch. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, but uh, so. But and now Ryan Dudgey's kind of walking away with it. I mean, granted, people are definitely gonna say, eh, "That's because Stewart crashed." It's like, uh, but Dungey still rides good. He's, I mean, but the racing's been awesome. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, pretty much like Ryan Dungey and James Stewart. It's obvious they both rail. But when you see him hanging out, I mean, Stewart's a little bit faster. And I mean, it's kind of obvious when you watch. But just riding on that fine line all the time, it happens. I mean, yeah. everyone crashes and. Don't get me wrong, Dungey's a good rider, and it's very obvious that he's winning that right now. And it just it gets sketchy yeah. sometimes, and it happens. When we were we were at Freestone right there in the Texas Twelve Pack, watching you know Dungey just try to find that line around that half mm-hmm. a second to get past Stewart, and you could tell that it, they were both one hundred and ten percent totally motivated, totally concentrated on what was going. It was it so it was gnarly. Yeah, it was so. I know that him going down was not a fluke. It wasn't anything accidental. I mean, those guys were pushing it all the time, and it just happens. And it's unfortunate because I think that kind of racing would have only pushed Ryan Dungey to try harder. Because that's the thing yeah, is, I definitely. every race that guy evolves and changes. Yeah, it's, it and just so, seems like throughout the season, all he's done is get faster. And then at Freestone is when I really saw him come out of his shell, and he was all over yeah. suit. Everybody's get, like, why isn't Dungey aggressive? You want aggressive? Yeah, he He's, was, he was being aggressive. And I, he just couldn't and, find that line around him. Like, yep, and I, doubt, I don't doubt one bit. If he would have gotten the edge and gotten in front of Stewart, I have a feeling he would have ran away. I really do. I would have liked to have seen it. Just because it would have been... It shut everybody up. <laughs> it Because they would have been like... Because even then, then, at that point, if Stewart would have crashed... And Ryan Dungey had the points that he had now. If that would have happened, they wouldn't have been able to say, oh, it's because Stewart's out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it would have been like, that no, Ryan Dungey's there. He's done it. He's beaten him. He just hasn't had that chance yet. So I'm hoping Stewart comes back healthy for Redbud. It sounds like he's going to. Yep. You know, he almost raced the last race. He didn't really get up there to do it. I, I'm just. I heard he rode practice. Is, so that, he is did. that true? That's yes. Okay. And he was like, oh, but, dude. Oh. Yeah, it's not my wrist to say how much it does or doesn't hurt. That's exactly. that's the hard thing to realize is that it's we're not the riders. So absolutely, and he's the guy's making millions. True. So it's his million dollar wrist to <laughs> just shave off a couple to anybody. There you go, Chris. That's for sure. There you go, guy over there. It's a wall. It's not really anybody. It's just free money, really. Yep. Okay. Outdoors is good. Looking forward to Red Bud. We still need to. We're gonna have a housewarming party here at the new house. Sooner or later. But after oh, that, I, yeah, you're here. You're going to be the DD for everybody. I'm just kidding. But we need to have an outdoor watching party here. We do. Get some we outdoor. Do. I mean, this is a big house. Mm-hmm. We need to partay. Big house. Okay. We're going to plan that. Y'all are going to come. big screen. Yeah. <laughs> but it's way bigger than what you're looking at right now. <laughs> it's amazingly huge. It's okay. so big. Yeah. Stop looking, man. It's awkward. <laughs> Jeez, guys. So X Games is happening. 
this weekend. Actually, as we talk, Indeed. X Games has started. It is 8 p.m. It was 8 p.m. Central when it so started. Right. It is 9.15 now. So an hour and 15 minutes ago, X Games started. Skateboarders kicking around their little flipboards and whatnot. Mm, cool. But the thing that's going to go on for us off-road guys is the Enduro Cross that's going on. X-Cross. Or, yeah, or X-Cross maybe is what they <laughs> called it last year. I have no yeah. idea what they're calling it this year. So that's happening. Do you have any excitement? Definitely. I mean, yes. Enduro Cross is always definitely a thrill because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, me and Brian have both experienced it. I mean, you can have a clean. I have cracked cases <laughs> and I have won. It has been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. But we both know, and then many other people, as y'all know, you can have one perfect lap, and then the next lap, lap you can have a living hell. So it's really just, it, there's no telling who's going to win. I mean, Taddy's been riding really good. I know a bunch of other people have been riding good, but there's just no telling who's going to come out. And yeah. I mean, the, Who's going to come out on top? And I know for a fact there's a bunch of wild cards coming from Europe. So it's just, it's all up in the air right now. That's a really good point. There are a bunch of wild cards coming from Europe. I think Graham Jarvis is one mm-hmm. of them. He's been in, t- he just got in town. Yep. He is like the king right now. Yep. He kind of took Taddy's crown. Definitely. Or, you know, there was David Knight. Taddy, Taddy Bazuzzi took that crown. And then Graham Jarvis has kind of taken Taddy's crown. But in a lot of the indoor European events that Graham Jarvis has done, he has not performed as well as Taddy has. When he's when they're both in Europe, and yeah. so I want to see how he's going to do indoor, in like a more in American style enduro cross track where they're much more technical. See, that's um, what that's what I've been wondering too because you see him do, uh, I can't think of the name right now, but uh, they he, Graham Jarvis won that one extreme the, race. Oh, the Romaniacs, and then um, he, he got he's done he Roof of Africa. He's uh, won. Romaniacs, and he's won the, uh, one the hard enduro. Yeah, no, the hard enduro. Well, Erzberg this year, he got, he's been disqualified the past two years with Erzberg. Johnny Walker actually won this past <laughs> year because even though Graham Jarvis got first, he mm-hmm. was disqualified because he missed a check-in. Oh, like pretty much an ob check. He yeah. missed an ob check like that somewhere sucks. in the hills. So that's like but, the second or third year it's happened to him. <laughs> but uh, what I was saying is. You were. I'm sorry. Like, oh, I no, you are. Jack! It's your show. Shut it's up! Your show. No, Make it your show. Taddy has a lot more experience in racing an actual Durocross and like WFO in between <laughs> each obstacle. And just from seeing Graham Jarvis, I mean, hands down, he's killed and won a bunch of events. But that's one thing I've never seen out of him is that I don't know if he has that intensity level in between each obstacle. It's like you need an Durocross that Taddy obviously has. Yeah. Gas. Or gas clutch, gas clutch, gas clutch. (laughs) That's a really good point. I mean, because Taddy has, I think when you watch Taddy win Mm -hmm. and he goes through his whole spiel of like, he's doing his little wheelies and his fun little balancing act and all that kinds of stuff. I think that personality really helps the fact that he, I think that's what helps him win because he has that adrenaline rush. Mm -hmm. He wants that win. He wants to perform for the crowd. Where a lot of other guys are just like, man, I want to get the bonus. You know, but it's like Taddy's like, Always there, mm-hmm. unless he and he barely makes a mistake, and when he does, it's a pretty costly one. Or like uh, yeah. the first round, he just got taken out in yeah. the first turn. Mm-hmm. You know, Definitely still came sucks. up to third. <laughs> like that should tell you. Yeah, something. he's pretty good. So I have a feeling that he's gonna do a pretty uh, do all right this coming weekend. But we're excited to see X Games. It's gonna be awesome. We know coming up it's gonna be, be some sick. more outdoors. There's a couple Texas races happening, even though it is plus hundred degree. It's ridiculous. degrees today. Ugh. It's ridiculous. Texas is not the place to ride right now. Colorado has fire. Don't go there. I don't know. <laughs> and that was one of the good things about the KTM dealer show because it was a blistering 65 degrees. 
So you can only imagine how much that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yep. As much as my physical. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. This has been episode 58. Chris, I have to say, you're yeah. a very good co-host. I've had Thank a lot you. of fun with you on the couch tonight. Definitely this, had a good what'd time. What do you think? Not the I've worst time? Had a good time. I always have a good time hanging out with Brian and his family. And I've always wanted to be on seat time. And this is the couch to do just it. just awesome. Oh, yeah. Good couch. 40 bucks Pied off of Craigslist. Awesome. You got the... <laughs> That's what's up. I don't know but, what any STDs it came with, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, definitely had a good time, and, Brian, I would like to thank you Absolutely. for having me on, and I'd love to come on again. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> it's going to happen. Don't you worry. So, Seat Time, you can find us on our website, seattime.co. We're on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash seattime, and on Twitter, which is seattime underscore co. If you think this, pint, this little uh, koozie I have here is cool, seattime.bigcartel.com you can order either your pair of two <coughs> do it or your quadrant of five because we all know that you're going to either lose them rent them to a friend or yep. just get drunk and forget where you put it which is probably in the lost it category but that's in it's my own, it's probably another category <laughs> yeah. you should just get more than one because I won't let you get just one that's going to happen definitely thank you very much for being Attuned. Thank you very much for being in the show. Remember, no kids, problem. always enjoy a pint full of awesome. Have fun. Don't do anything stupid. And if you do, please call us about it. Peace. Deuce it. Winner's Club. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... One day. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> pint full of awesome. <gasps> <gasps> Choo, choo.